I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to other comedians about jokes they can't get to work. Uh, we're still on lockdown, still on lockdown, Joel is on the other end of the line. Hello, I'm still on lockdown. You're on lockdown, I'm on lockdown, everyone's on lockdown. It's Easter Sunday we're recording this, so yeah. yesterday. Um, you doing anything nice for Easter Sunday, Joel? No. Nothing? <laughs> I don't really know. What? Well, what... Days don't mean anything anymore. I'm going to eat an egg. An you Easter egg. An egg. Oh, you got an Easter egg? Yeah, I got an Easter egg. Oh, that's nice. What sort did you get? I've got, well, I got, um, my girlfriend's mum sent us them a while did ago. She? I've got a lovely Thornton's Easter egg. Oh, that's a good one. So that's pretty fancy. How about you? You got any eggs? Oh, no. I bought my girlfriend one. Didn't get me one. Uh, oh, oh dear. Tensions. Don't, don't think she... Uh, Trouble in think... paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wasn't expecting one to be honest, mate, because like we haven't been out, so yeah. it's fair enough, isn't it? I snuck, I smuggled one in, but I've been going out and doing any shopping when we had to get some, so mm. you know, absolutely fair enough. And uh, let's be fair, I'm going to eat most of hers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure you will. Yeah, um, we had a we, we managed to get a, a food delivery yesterday. Wow. Like ordered it yesterday, I got it today. I think people, I think because you could, we could, no one could get a food delivery. I think people Everyone just stopped. assume that, yeah, people assume they can't get them now. Mm. And we got one, so that was nice. So we spent the the morning, um, uh, washing down groceries <laughs> with <laughs> with the, the disinfectant spray. Very normal. A bit of fun. You should. Yeah. Everyone should be doing that as well, because you know, should they? Can, yeah, yeah, I watched the video about it. <laughs> good, good video. Because people can cough on groceries, mate, before they come in. Yeah, I guess they can. You'll be careful. That's probably why it's spreading so bad. What, because there someone coughed go. on your Easter egg? Not on mine. <laughs> it wasn't my Easter egg, it's the groceries. Does, doesn't it make everything taste a bit like bleach, though? Yeah, but you get used to it. <laughs> After a while. <laughs> oh. Um... So, so Joel, what? Yeah, oh, thanks everyone. Oh, yeah, I forgot what, what we're doing. We're doing the podcast. Um, uh, good episode last week. Tom Allen, go check it out if you haven't listened to it already. Well, let's crack on with this week, shall we, Joel? Yeah, Tessinius! Yay! Yes, here he is. Cracking, cracking. Yeah, I've got quite good at 
the tech I'm learning a lot about the tech stuff since this lockdown I can't be forced into it yeah I mean if it's one thing that we can get out of this lockdown because we don't know how long it's going to last but if it lasts for three months six months or whatever it'd be good to be like oh I learned a skill while yeah. I was while I was on lockdown and like if you could do your own techie stuff whether it's audio or you learn to edit some videos or whatever that would be that's exactly what I want to do it's yeah useful, it's a be useful skill because I'm terrible with this stuff but yeah there's no excuse now is there there's no excuse what yeah, have I you want, been doing well I want to learn how to cook I haven't ah, yet cool. even so I can't I can't cook like you know, don't get me wrong like I can boil pasta and put some dolmio in you know but I'm not a I'm not a cook is that not cooking any... oh god <laughs> I, I can't cook either um so like my mum's a great cook and I'm at home with my mum here in Blackburn so I'm like if I could oh, just nice. if I could just learn her greatest hits yeah that would that would that would be something to come out of but, this but, with but the fact that she's there, you won't, will you? She'll but just do the But cooking. that's the thing. There's not. I'm not motiv- There's no motivation to do that because I'm like, <laughs> but she, but she, and also she starts cooking really like a lot earlier than I'd want to get up and be ready to like use my brain. So right. So by yeah. the time by the time I'm down, she's halfway through the thing. So I'm like, ah. Oh, I suppose a- she's bored as well now. If you took the cooking from her, like she probably hasn't got much oh, to do, yeah. is she? Yeah. Yeah. No, she's a. Uh, I see you on the street, like sit like outside people's gates, just having conversations with people. <laughs> oh, is she keeping that social distancing? <laughs> but like, you know, the gates are like two meters from the door, so they're able to like have their little natural and stuff. It's quite, oh. it's, quite it's quite, it's quite cute. Yeah. Oh, she's not. Yeah, she's not bothered then. She's just trying to get away from you, is she? Yeah, yeah. I'm the I'm the one who's stuck inside. She this she's a this is <laughs> this is her community. Like she's exactly where she needs to be. Yeah. Um, whereas I'm like. Yeah, this is nice for a week, but now I'm stuck <laughs> you should, here. You should do a mum and son podcast. I don't know. I haven't heard anyone do that yet. That's I don't true. know if there's a lot of parents, comedian things, but I don't know if That's I've heard true. a podcast before. That's true. Well, I've, uh, I've pitched the cooking thing to the BBC, so we'll see what they say. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And you could do that from home, couldn't you? Like yeah. During all this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come oh, out, that's come, a great idea. Come, come out of this a BBC star. Everyone, or, yeah. or, 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 or my mum would. <laughs> one, one, one of us would get some work after this. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that's good because everyone can relate to that as well with cooking. Yeah, and everyone's stuck yeah. at home with their, and a lot of people are stuck at home with their parents when they wouldn't ordinarily be. So, yeah, yeah, it'd be, it'd be fun. What? Uh, where were you show-wise when you came up? To, like when all this went down, I was in Aus- like... I was in Australia. Oh, were you? So I wasn't part. I wasn't doing the festival circuit. I would, I'd gone for a separate. So there's um there's like a there's like a a side circuit that does a lot of like Muslim fundraising stuff. Oh, with, cool. with like Muslim comedians. So I was on one of these things in Australia, and mm. and so it was they're about two weeks behind us, but it started really kicking off here. And I got uh. back on the Wednesday, and we went into lockdown on Friday. So I oh, kind of shit. got back just on time. But I, I self-isolated when I came back anyway because I'd been away and had gone through so many airports mm. and so many flights and stuff. So I was like, it'd be probably a good idea to self-isolate anyway. So I, I, did, I did that anyway as a precaution. And you were right, yeah? No, no health Yeah, issues. so that's been like, tre- it's been nearly three weeks. So mm. it'll be three weeks on Wednesday since I got back and I've been, I've been fine, yeah. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah, it's, it's so... It's, it's, a, it's one of those things cause, cause, because... There's no. You could have it for a while. You just yeah. can't relax, can you? Or, or, like, or, yeah, but the thing is, some people are asymptomatic, so some people don't really show any symptoms or, or so mild that you might not even notice. So I could yeah. be. I could be. I could be one of those. Like I could be a carrier. I don't know. 
And you don't know how long you no carry that for when you, when you do that. It's exactly. I don't know how oh, long does God. it take for it to leave your system. Because I don't even really, they don't even really know, like, if you've got it, or if you've had it, rather, and you've been ill and you've recovered, they don't really know how long it takes for it to leave your system. No. No. Yeah. Oh, it's, fuck, it's mad. One of my mates had it, and he's got two kids and his wife, and that was, like, two and a half weeks ago, and they haven't shown any signs of it, which is weird. That is weird. Yeah, so I don't know, man. It's, it's very. How, very how's, your, how's your How's your friend? Uh, he fine. Yes, yeah, yeah. He they, they got to a point apparently where he had to call the doctors, but uh, they said just stay where you are, and he's fine now. So that's, that's good. good. That's good. Yeah, that's Sin, good, Sin, yeah. Sin, Sindhu had it. Oh really? Yeah, or or slash has it. Um, oh. So she's doing okay though, but she was there. Yeah, there were a few days apparently she was quite she was struggling a little bit, but um, mm. she's okay. I think Richard Paris had it. But I think quite, yes. quite, quite mild. She like she said she lost a sense of smell and taste and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, so weird. That's weird. I don't know what to do with that. No. Have you been? Have you written anything related to everything that's happening? Mate, not really. I've been. I've been doing a lot of this sort of stuff. But, yeah. So I, I've been. I guess I count that as work, and I made a couple of sketches and stuff for Instagram and Twitter. But oh yeah, I've not written any stand. I'm not written any routines. Were you uh, doing a new show? Were you sort of writing a new show? I was. I was writing. I was writing a new show for for the Fringe, and then going into a t- like I'm supposed to be going on tour from September to November, like a, a big national one. Oh, right. But I'm, I'm going to try and push it back a whole year because I didn't. because yeah. I've got nowhere to preview it, and I was going to use. No. I was going to preview it and then use Edinburgh to get it properly ready. But all of that's gone now. Even if we get back to normal by say mid June. That still yeah. doesn't give me. No, I, don't, I still feel like that gives because the intensity of Edinburgh doing twenty five shows yeah. in twenty five nights is different to just doing a, two previews a week. So oh, of course, man. I feel like I might try and just shift the whole thing forward a whole year. It sounds wise. Had you previewed any of the stuff yet, or were you just no, building was, material? Yeah, I was kind of like I was at the moment where I was like I did a few previews, but they weren't really they were work in progress shows rather than previews. So like I hadn't got a show together. But I had like a collection of material that that I had, and then I was writing new material to replace what was probably not good enough. But yeah. I was, you know, I was able to do an hour of new stuff, but it wasn't a yeah. show. It wasn't a show yet. But I was hoping to get that done over April, May, June, July, and then hammer it in Edinburgh, and then have it to be ready on tour. But yeah, I feel like I, I might try and I might still try and I might try and shift the whole tour to next year, but I might try and keep a few dates in. Yeah, for little previews as you go. Yeah, like like I've sold out like a Leicester Square show and stuff like that. And oh, if I if I if I, if I shove a Leicester Square show for like if I book another one this time at the same point next year, I think it'll be okay if I do one this year because mm. the one next year I think will still sell out. So, so it might be different. So, yeah, so I might keep the less I might keep a few big shows in like that. But like the little ones where I'm struggling, like Norwich. I might be like, let's <laughs> let's just take that out this year and do it and focus yeah, on it yeah, for yeah. Like, like the tickets that are sold, we tell them they can obviously come. Um, but let's let's we'll do that. We'll sort that out next year. So I'll I'll see. I might do like a, a little ten day tour this year and then do the big one next year. Yeah, man, that sounds good. So with the bits that um that weren't good enough, that's what we want to talk about. Mm. So it's, it's so... not that they weren't. It's not that they don't work. It's just that I just don't feel like it's what I'd want to put on a tour show. Do you know what I mean? Okay, cool. So, like, like what? what? What stuff did you have? Um, I've got a bit about... Uh, <laughs> I've got, you know those jokes where you're like, well, that's for me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's in there for me and I will, <laughs> I will never take it out uh, because I enjoy it. Um, I've got one about... Um, it's a really... And I made it super convoluted now, but the joke's about um, 
what would you do? Um, oh, sorry, what would it take for you to kill someone? I asked the audience, I pick an audience member, probably someone that I've already spoken to, and say, what would it take for you to kill someone? <laughs> and they usually say something banal, or they usually say something like, oh, I don't, I don't know, I've never thought about it. Or they say something, some of them would be good, and say something like, oh, if someone cuts me off in traffic and stuff like that, you know, like they give you an answer. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, cool, but really, I want to get back to what I want to say. I'm like, what it would it take for me to kill someone? Thank you for the follow up question. Is, yeah. is uh, time travel. Um, so what I would do is if I, if I had access to a time machine, I would take yeah. people from our era that objectively are disliked, like no one, like that no one likes, that is universally disliked people, like say Donald Trump, for example, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I would take them back in my time machine to somewhere not very nice and then leave them there and come back. And technically <laughs> I haven't actually committed a murder, but yeah. they're not around anymore. So you're welcome. But, <laughs> but the, the legacy could be. Yeah, this is the thing that I haven't thought about. But I thought I thought I'd take him to somewhere where they probably won't survive. So, for example, yeah, yeah. like like Trump, I probably take him to like the Titanic, and like yeah. and I'll just shove him on board and come back. And yeah, yeah. He's, he's not in, in the priority list for the Titanic, and no one knows who he is there. So he's not like he could be like, do you know who I am? Because no one knows. So I feel like he'd sink with the Titanic, or or he'd shove Kate off the board because there's enough space for him and Jack to be on it. I don't know. Um, or like like to like Pompeii. When the when the when the volcano is about to explode, like he's not surviving that. Yeah. So did you use these examples when you tried it? Yeah, yeah. And then I asked people like to give me their examples because they always give this like they always say Boris Johnson or. I imagine you get May. good laughs out of their suggestions as well. Yeah. So sometimes they'll say stuff like, like they just say random stuff. Like someone said Peter Andre and had a massive go at him, <laughs> <laughs> and just like a massive like ad lib defense of Peter Andre, which I didn't know, which I wasn't planning to do, but. Um, but I was like, what's your, you know, what's the problem with Peter Andre and stuff? So it's uh, that's all. It's always fun when they when they give the like a lot of the times they like they say like Boris Johnson or whatever, and sometimes some of us say Jeremy Corbyn, and that's always fun because I'd be like, oh, send Jeremy Corbyn back in time to JC, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ, because mm-hmm. they can compare notes. Uh, that's mm-hmm. always a, that's always a fun one. But um, yeah, yeah. But the reason for the thing, the whole point of the thing is, and then I go back to the routine and I say. Well, I can see that it'd be quite a popular thing, this thing. I think I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd monetize it and turn it into a business, probably go on Dragon's Den, get some investment. Uh, but eventually I think it'd become too big for me as a one-person operation. So <laughs> I'd hire my friend, Bilal, who's very good with logistics because he's probably Indian in that way. Um, and I'd make him a partner. I wouldn't just hire him. And I'd rename the whole thing. I'd just call it Bill and Tez's Excellent Adventures. And... <laughs> I do that whole thing just so I can just so I can say Bill and Tez's excellent adventures. <laughs> so how did that go down? Like, because I made it when I first created it, it was quite a short joke, and it was kind of like it wasn't really it wasn't the the laughs weren't worth keeping it in. Yes, or the, the lack of laughs, I should say. But mm. um, and I, I I can't ever do it in like a club set. But when I have like a when I have like an hour and I'm doing like a work in prep work, work in progress piss about thing. Like yeah. I could spend ten minutes on that, just going through people's examples and and what I would do with them and all that sort of stuff. And it's quite good for your ad lib stuff when when someone suggests something and you're like, oh, what would I do with that person? Um, it's quite good for that. But really, the whole point of it is just so I can say Bill and Ted's excellent adventures. That's the <laughs> actually, whole point of the thing. I actually recently watched Bill and Ted's excellent adventure the other day because my girlfriend had never seen it. Oh, it's. Oh, no, you can't say it's one of the ones that hold up properly. But I think, I think if you liked it when you were a kid, you'll still enjoy it. Did your girlfriend but enjoy it? Not, not, not that much. <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. Did that piss you off? 
it wow that does a bit yeah but 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 it's kind of good because she hasn't seen that many films so we're catching up on a few and and when she, when you watch one you really like and then she really likes it that's a really cool thing i that's think nice. when, you, yeah, when yeah, someone yeah. watches it for the first time yeah 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 it's great but no but the new ones there's because I'm, I'm kind of getting a caught up on the films that have got new ones coming out oh yeah so there's because there's a new Bill and Ted coming out, so I want to be able to watch that with her. But this is what make my, make my joke work better, is this when that film comes out again, yes. then a whole new generation of people will get the joke more. Because I feel like that's part of it as well. It's like There's probably a percentage of people in the room that actually don't oh, yeah. get the joke. So probably, there's, there's probably whole that generation. as well. Yeah. But I feel like anyone over 25 probably should. But mm. that's not guaranteed. Everyone over 30 probably does. But then there's probably probably a percentage of people between 25 and 30 that do. But people under 25, you don't know. They might not. Yeah, so you got hope that they actually make a good job of the film and everyone watches it. Yeah, and then and then goes back and watches or the sequel, the, the, the prequel, yeah. the, the, the initial ones as well. And then maybe that joke could work better because it's, uh, it's, that's the thing, I can't justify ten, spending 10 minutes on that on a, <laughs> on a, on, in a tour show, but I, I, really, but like I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as you could get the laughs as you go, it's yeah. fine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know? And then when I do the thing at the end of Bill and Ted's and they do a massive groan, I do it then. I've now started to say, I just did, I've just wasted your entire time so I could <laughs> say that. And ironically, you wish you had a time machine now. Yeah, um, there you go. So, nice. so that kind of justifies it a little bit. But it is very much for me because I know what's coming. <laughs> yeah. Have you got any other bits from that, from the new lot that you, you, you sort of put to the curb? Um, I mean, that, 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 I wrote that years ago and it never made, oh, it, okay. into, it, like, it never made it into an Edinburgh show. Um, so it's still just, back, it's just, just there as a sort of when I can do, when, when I'm doing a work in progress and I don't have an hour, I've got like 15, 20 minutes worth of stuff that isn't good enough for a tour show, but I will yeah. do in a work in progress to like fill time. Um, and, and does that stuff ever sometimes like evolve and, and, and end up in the show if you sort of you, you sort of go back to it with a fresh eye? Yeah, yeah. So I had a bit that, um, again, I wrote years ago and it, was a, it, it came from a true conversation that I had with my nephew in the cinema and I asked him what he wanted and he said he wanted cock porn. And he was three and a half at the time, and it was super cute. And I just said to him, do you mean, I started laughing, and I went, do you mean popcorn? And obviously he went, yeah, thinking, well, that's what I said. And I said, yeah. why, did, why didn't you say popcorn? And he genuinely said, because I'm small. <laughs> and it was such a lovely anecdote. And so I tried to, like, so I tried to expand that into a routine where I play as if, I think he genuinely means cock porn and I'm like, I don't know what to do with that information. Um, yeah. So I expanded it into this routine and it worked really, I thought like the, be the beginning and the middle of it was really good where I kind of keep asking him and he keeps saying cock porn and I pretend that the cue and I, I'm like, oh my God, what do these people think? They're going to get me sexual, they're going to get me like, they're going to call social services. Like all that was fun, but then I could, ne I could never have an ending for it. It all just kind of, it was kind of a good build up and then just petered out because I didn't have a yeah. good ending for it. And then years later, like maybe, three or four years after I'd initially written the routine, I found the ending. Oh, and, and and the ending came, um, so when, when, when I ask him, what, what do you want? And he says, uh, I, I said to him, why didn't you say popcorn? And he says, oh, because I'm small. Then I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. And I turn to the, to the, to the person be serving us going, mate, can I have one salted cockporn for this guy, please? <laughs> and, then, and then that gets a massive laugh. And I'm like, that's it, I've got it. And, but that took like, it took me four years to figure out the ending of that bit. 
Yeah. Not that I was doing it every week. Like I probably yeah, yeah. like at one point I probably put it away for like two years. And then when it was time to write a new show, I was like, I've really gotta sort this bit out because it's yeah. good. It's got potential, but it just needs an ending. And then and then and then that 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 then was a big part of my not a big part, but it was it was a nice routine in my third Edinburgh show. Testif- yeah. Testify. I think it's important to keep coming back to stuff because like a funny idea is always a funny idea. You just gotta work out how to do it. Yeah, and one of the other things that made that joke was work was I had a different separate bit that I'd written Again, it was like based on a true story about my niece um, speaking, thinking, and I, I don't know whether she was doing it as a joke, but she went up to my sister once, her mum, and said to her, oh, I've learned Punjabi, and this is, she was like seven or eight, and she went, oh, I've learned Punjabi, and my, my sister was a bit confused, like, because they only speak English at home, like the kids, <laughs> so she's like, where have you learned that, and, um, and what she did was she put on, she spoke English in an Indian accent. And she thought that was Punjabi. Now, I don't know whether she was doing it as a hilarious joke, because it is very funny, or whether someone had told her that is what Punjabi is. Um, But either way, like, so I took that. So I took that and I managed to put that into the cock porn story as an aside. Um, did you did you make this the character the same character or did you no no so i made you... them so I, so I made them different characters so i made him okay. the cock porn guy and i made her a bit older so i made, so when, I, when i'm getting exasperated that this guy can't say cock popcorn she tugs <laughs> she tugs me on the arm and says uncle i think he means popcorn and i'm like and that's when i'm like oh oh yeah and then oh. but and then i'm like but i didn't trust her and then i tell the story of her thinking she can speak punjabi yeah yeah nice I was just thinking there could be a callback there later on in your set if you talk about sort of being at home on your own and a bit horny and something like or, or no maybe not that but something where you 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 go on a, a website and look for some popcorn or something where you do the opposite to what do you know what I mean yeah 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 yeah. Or, know, or, or like... some cock porn in the lockdown or no or popcorn oh sorry like, on on the site or go to a hotel and and get what some pop oh i don't know what i'm talking about but you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i don't even know what i mean the the bit about her the bit about her not speaking punjabi and doing it in an indian accent um that has got a lovely callback at the end of the testify show so I'm, I, I do a nice callback to that yeah uh, where we're in a sticky situation and she says to the the callback is like i'm, I'm almost about to get into a fight and and she's with me and she says to the guy who's about to hit me, I'm sorry we don't speak any English, but like in nice. Indian in an Indian accent. <laughs> so that worked that, that yeah, was like the, the big laugh in the that oh, that's nice. It's nice always thing. nice with a callback if the joke w- works on its own even without the Yeah. Prior. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's great, man. Yeah, that's cool. So have you got what other bits have you sort of kept coming back to over the years? Um, okay, I'm just gonna go into my notes. I write everything. Do you write everything down? I guess you do because you're yeah. a one-liner comic. So it's, I guess it's. Um, I kind of. I, the, I write the everything thing for down. Me is, I write it everywhere, so it's actually really hard to keep track of it. So I've got my oh, notes really? on my phone. I, I tweet them on Instagram, and then I've got a file on my Google Docs where I stick the better one, all the best ones. Mm. that go to my show but I also write shit down by hand because I, I find that better creatively so I kind of I, I get a bit overwhelmed sometimes with when I've got too many bits um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, to try and work out bits that 
and then and then you do all these jokes at the new material nights and that maybe two three four of them you need to adjust a bit and then it's keeping track of all the adjustments and i, I find that quite overwhelming but I yeah think- i write everything down on the notes app on my phone and then obviously it syncs with my uh mac as well that's where all of my <sighs> writing is on here I, I i can't i know a lot of people just talk through stuff in their heads and maybe they're like record it on their phone or something i've never been able to work like that i need to write everything down and then look at it same and then figure out where the joke is and stuff yeah 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 you're surprising how many people don't do what we do like i, I yeah, just don't know no, how they i was really surprised like i couldn't work like there's a couple of bits that i've written on stage yeah uh but then i've had to write them down afterwards to make sure that i remember it mm. because i'm like if i do a bit and then have not don't have it written down like i can't remember it again the same way no and it's so important to get it exactly right. Well, with what I do is, I mean, some people I think can sort of be a bit looser, but but with you as well, I think you're quite tight, aren't you, with your stuff? So mm. I can I can be. I've got a bit looser now, but yeah. But when I need to do like a tight twenty, I can be mm. super tight. Um, yeah. Or if I'm pissing about, I can be like super loose and just play with the audience and stuff. So like I have those. I've, I'm learning those gears now. Like yeah. not, maybe ten years of summer since I had my first gig. So I'm trying to oh, cool. be versatile, I guess. And it helps when you do mostly longer form shows because mm. you've mm. got more time. And and also, like with, as you know, with a club set, they, they don't give you much leeway. Yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if they're coming clubs. to see you. Yeah, they trust you if they're coming specifically to see you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
oh my god, I need to write some new stuff, and then written this <laughs> down, look back at it and gone, I don't know if that's going to work anywhere. But this is what I've written. Um, the title of the bit is called Why Some Guys Are Douches. Um, <laughs> sisters always be asking this one question. I don't know why I'm doing it like as if I'm a southern black guy, but <laughs> sisters always be asking this one question. Um, why do you guys act like dicks? Why are guys so mean? Why do you guys do the horrible things they do? And then I off, try and offer an explanation. I'm like, the reason guys behave the way they do is very simple. We do it so that you ladies don't lose that connection with your girlfriends. Because isn't the first thing you do when a guy messes you around is tell your girlfriends about it. Then they're there for you, <laughs> consoling you, buying you chocolate, telling you exactly what it is you need to hear. Girl, that man ain't shit. So it's so actually us acting the way we do it's a service to preserve the sisterhood. <laughs> so actually, you know what? Reading that back, it's not a bad concept. No, it's a good concept. It's Yeah, it's great. Did you, can yeah. you remember trying it? You know what? I don't think I ever tried it. So, yeah, maybe I should. And also, like, I, this comes up a lot as well. Like, you're you're another you're five years on, four years on. Like, you know, you're better at writing now than you yeah, were. Yeah, and I'm better. Ago. And I'm better before. And I'm, I'm I'm not. I'm and I'm more my natural cheeky self on stage. So I could probably deliver that with a, with even more of a glint than I would have done yeah. three and a half years ago when I first wrote. <laughs> it sounds funny because. The, initially, the note sounds like an entry into some like a like a t- teenager's diary, doesn't it? <laughs> Why are yeah. men so mean? <laughs> but so yeah, funny. it's not it's not about some, it's some not... people are probably pissed you off in Edinburgh. That's what sparked that off. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, what else did I write about? Write write about that time. Oh my god, this is the other thing I wrote. So on the same date, I've written top tips for men. As an openly straight male, I have some life tips for other straight males. Uh, because obviously okay. life is hard for us right now. Uh, I mean, we're only in charge of and make the rules in every facet of every country in the whole world. I mean, you better pay for doing the same jobs. But apart from that, things are pretty bleak. <laughs> See, I hate that. It's so on the nose. I already dislike it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's Tez's top tips. Straight man to straight man. Uh, don't rape. <laughs> and then that, that's that's it. <laughs> I know you're looking at me like, Tez, be realistic. But honestly, it's actually harder to rape than it is not to rape. it's a good point yeah like like then look at i think i mean i know here look at a guy like you know how you're not ripping someone right now keep doing that you are nailing that just keep doing it (laughs) you're very good at that yeah so um i don't know i think i might have tried that once i'm not sure and then i would have written the other one as like a flip to that one because i've written one i guess for women and then written the other one for men i guess so i wrote i wrote those on the same I literally wrote those 10 minutes apart. Oh, really? Oh, it's yeah. cool you got the timestamps on them. Yeah. Very anti-men. Some bloke has really pissed you off just before this. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, that's funny. I had like a top 10 joke idea. Because you know it always says, um, like you get these things that say top sex tips. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, well, the opposite of that would be bottom sex tips. <laughs> and this, But I could never quite work out like how to... <laughs> how to actually get to the punch of it so it's one big laugh. Yeah, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because you can list top sex tips and then go, and then there's another one here, always use lube. Oh, no, that's bottom sex tips. But yes, never, I, was think, that, I, was, I was thinking that. <laughs> but that it, it just never quite worked. But I, I, it's something that I do keep going back to. And in my new show, which was meant to be this year, I, I was going to have a list 
of these things. So I read them out physically. So if the list is there, I don't know whether that would help. But then some people just get a bit, some people, some audiences, especially older audiences, just make, I think it just turns them off a little bit when you start talking about bottom sex. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's stuff they do strictly at home on their birthdays, and yeah. it's not mentioned otherwise. <laughs> um, so what what else have you got? Any other little bits you got in your notes? Let's see. Let's have a look. There's a lot of like just notes that I wrote, and then yeah. like I look yeah. back at them now, and I'm like, I don't know what I meant by that. Like, <laughs> um, I think it's probably more of a sketch idea. Uh, I wrote misogynistic lyrics uh, driving with a lady. So I think that probably works better as a sketch where, like, I maybe go on a date and, and I'm espousing how, like, I'm a feminist and I, break, I believe in equality and all that sort of stuff. And then she's like, she seems really impressed by all that stuff. And then we get back in the car. And as soon as I switch my car on, like, the most misogynistic lyrics are playing <laughs> out the stereo. But, uh, but it's probably more a sketch than it is a routine. Is there like that's the thing? If if you if there was like a really famously misogynistic sort of lyrics or yeah, song, yeah, yeah, yeah you could yeah. you could go into it, I suppose. But the trouble with like like if it was a modern song, you're going to lose a lot of the audience, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah which, whichever song I choose is going to lose some, unless it's like one of those universal songs that everyone has heard. But then yeah, they're not obviously misogynistic, are they? So I mean, like hip hop would be like my go-to. Yes, um, yeah. for those sorts of lyrics. But yeah, but you're then, right. It probably is better if it's a, a sketch because then they can they can visualize what's happening. Yeah, and I'm also a terrible singer slash rapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they'd be like, "We have no idea what you're saying there," and I'm like, "DJ, play it," and they're like, "Oh, yeah, we we didn't get any of that from your attempt at singing there." <laughs> this is quite a fun game going through notes, isn't it? Um, yeah. I'm gonna have a look at mine and just see what I've got. Just if there's anything random that I have no idea what it means, I just go for it. I just <laughs> need to start going through my notes actually to try and. Uh... Oh, this is. Go on. Oh, see, oh, this is. I mean, sort of. So this is a bit rude. I keep telling her spunk is good for you, but she's not having any of it. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, I don't think that would actually. Oh, I think it's a bit there. Yeah. But it, technically, as a joke, it sort of works. Oh, here's one. Something about, like, so the, the base of the joke is, you know, in interviews, they say, where do you see yourself in 20 years' time? Mm. Like, like if you were really arrogant or confident or something, you could say Madame Two Swords. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I don't yeah. know how, to, how I'd frame that so it doesn't seem... Because how can you... Because technically, that kind of works as an idea, but how would you... How do you make it funny? Because... If you just say I did that, it's sort of just a bit arrogant, isn't it? It's not really a. It's a sort of thing that you'd want to give to a character in a sitcom, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 There you go. A, a character that, no, that you don't like. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. you get the reaction. Or someone who's, or, or someone who's just, or someone who's overcompensating, and they realize as soon as they see it, they're like, "She probably shouldn't have said that." Yeah. 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 Like someone's yeah, like, you've right. got to be, you just got to be confident in the interview, you know, like just be bullish and and like act like you're ten men, and then he goes in and he like overcompensates. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, so, so, so like you say, you can, you shouldn't ever get rid of good ideas because like there could be a different like format for how you can get it to work. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, one... I, I found one here, um, which I don't know how much it is of a joke or just a sort of like a a quandary. 
Um, so the bit is called clones. Uh, so he goes, someone told me to go fuck myself. And I said, well, I would if I could. And it led me onto a thought, guy, if I clone myself and then gave my clone a hand job, is that gay? <laughs> like, is it gay if I clone myself for the sole purpose of experiencing what it'd be like to have sex with the guy? And it's incestuous. Yeah. There you go. The thing Pumped. with that is, like... Good like, night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... Yeah, it's a funny idea. But what I found sometimes is when I ask a question as a punchline, like like you said, is it gay? Sometimes, I think, instead of laughing, some people go, oh, that's a good point. Let's have a think about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then, yeah, you, yeah. and then you lose that instant reaction, even though the idea is good. I, I, like, yeah, I guess I have to justify... Like after, 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 after asking that question, I guess I've got to pick a side and then argue in a funny way why it is or isn't. There you go, yeah. That's, that's yeah. And it needs yeah, to be that's... like quite a silly, like a silly justification, I guess. Mm. But these ideas that you didn't even try, you just got in your notes? Or I, think I, said think it, did... I think I said it once and then was like, you know what's mad? This is the same date. This is the day after I wrote the other stuff. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's the same day. So... I wrote that yeah. at one twenty one. The top tips for men I wrote at one twenty two, and the why some guys are dicks I wrote at one thirty one. I was something was going on on the twenty sixth of September two thousand sixteen. Yeah, what happened? I was having a day of just writing, like oh, so much stuff. Yeah, it's all like men related, like like feminist sort of maybe sort of maybe that was you. you had you just been to see a really good feminist comedy show? Yeah, or something? maybe maybe just read a blog or something. Yeah, that sort of sparked it. Yeah. Oh, here's one. Um, okay. So it's a bit about how I feel like women have found their emancipation at the worst possible time. Because um, I'm like, this, like, if I had a choice of going to work or being a house husband, this is the best time we've ever had to be. Actually, the quarantine might ruin this joke. Because everyone's like, we don't don't want to be at home. (laughs) We are all house husbands. Yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of like... (laughs) Basically, the idea is, because we live in the golden age of television and in the Netflix era, I would never want to leave the house. But I guess, having just said that out loud now, it probably doesn't work now because we've been... Because just of what's happened. Unless you incorporate it, look on it retrospectively, that this is something I was talking about yeah 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 and then go into the quarantine stuff yes because it is good and you know what though although people do want to leave this is definitely the best era that we could be in quarantine oh yeah 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 for 100 percent like like it is imagine imagine it was the the 90s and you had four fuzzy channels and board games and board games (laughs) and your neighbor (laughs) And you had to choose what your family wanted to watch. Like you, like you can't just watch what you want on your laptop or your phone. Or yeah, yeah oh yeah, man, yeah. you'd run yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'd have to watch all the neighbours, all the home and away. Oh yeah, that's it. You'd be, uh, but but also if you miss it, you can't catch up on it. No. Oh well, well with neighbours you could watch it in the evening as well. That was yes. when you come back from yes, school. Yes, you can. Plus, plus BBC <laughs> plus six. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Desilius! Woo! 
Hashtag Awooga, Tez. Lovely stuff. Any feedback uh, at Jokes with Mark across all uh, social media. Uh, uh, Yes. Anything else? No. I always want to go straight to saying that, Joel, but we might have other stuff to talk about. Because you love the catchphrase so much. Oh, we've got some more um, bonus footage. Footage as well. Going up on the Patreon. So it's patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark. You can check all that out there. Uh, Another episode coming on Thursday. Um, thanks everyone for listening uh, if you'd like to leave us a five star review that would really help everyone uh, spread the word about the podcast wouldn't it Joel it would yes so Good get stuff. reviewing yeah, what yeah, else yeah. have you got to do exactly exactly so uh, anything more from you Joel nothing more from me Mark anything more from you Mark no more from me Joel Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.